Toasties. I'm Missy, here with my bestie, Johnsy. Hey, y'all. And welcome to our Toasted Shenanigans. This is a this is a different kind of toasted shenanigans. Though. We we kind of we're starting like this little mini series within our podcast right now. Yes, we are. I'm and enjoying was, it though. It was completely unintentional, but it has to happen. It does. It does. It ha- Things it need to, to be happen. discussed. They need to be discussed, and it it's just I don't know. It is a fun time right now. I love spooky season. Spooky. It's always spooky season to me, but I love it when everybody else acknowledges it. Makes it more special. Well, I think it should be acknowledged more than just once a month, but that's just me. I think it should be acknowledged every day. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Yeah. What you drinking over there? <laughs> I'm yeah. double fisting today. Oh, oh, you're pulling them. I couldn't. I couldn't decide. So I've got a hardy wood made in Richmond. Local, okay. uh, it's a dark lager. Um, you like those? It's it's good. It's like I'd give it a seven. I could drink that on a daily basis. And okay. then I haven't tried this one yet, but I'm excited to. This one's a scary good pumpkin ale, and it's called <sighs> Rosemary's Baby. You and your it's pumpkin. A can. That is, it's a cute can. I was like, I bet you you only picked it. Partially because it's a pumpkin ale and you like your pumpkins. Yes, I do. And it probably had a cute can. Yep. And it's made by, I guess, two roads. But like, how's that little, what are those called? Um, Prams. It's it's spicy and a little sour. That's not what it said. It said pumpkin ale brewed with spices and aged rum barrels with vanilla beans. There's no fucking vanilla in this. But. I can get through the rest of this can, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> so I'll put that at a three. Spicy as in clovey? Yeah. Or cardamom, yeah, maybe? Clovey and... No, definitely just clovey. If they put any other ones, you can't taste it because it's very clovey. My other thing also would have been cinnamon. Cinnamon could be spicy. No, I can't taste the cinnamon. Clovey. It's definitely clovey. Well, okay. But... I wouldn't Here drink either. Are. And I definitely am not touching that pumpkin one after that face. <laughs> Your face but was like. It's got a cute can. Oh, yeah, it has a little baby I carriage on it. It is cute. What you got? Mead. I got uh, the Swedish. Mr. Klaus. Yep, I got the Swedish fish one from the Funktastic Mead. So this, we're recording this obviously in advance, so. By the time you all are listening to it, I would have already attended a mead festival. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, and the um, the guy who does the Funktastic Mead is, mm-hmm. I think he's the one who's kind of, like, organizing it. If not, he's really promoting it, and he's, like, really helping get the other mead people around Virginia mm-hmm. in it. So... I can't tell you how much fun it was because I wasn't there yet. And even but <laughs> <laughs> But when you listen to this, I would either be going or I had been there already. So the next episode, I'll tell you guys all about it. Uh, I'm excited to try all the different meats. I've really become fond of mead in general. I think it's really yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. I've, I've really become very fond of it. It's like wine, but not. And I enjoy that because I love it's me. It's very sweet. 
It is sweet, but I've had some that aren't sweet. Yeah, I like that one you gave me that one time. The dark yes, one. Yes, you do like that one. That and I good. like that one. I do like that one. Um, so I'm, like I said, I'm excited to try other ones. I, like I said, I've become quite the fan of mead, which my, my dad thinks is really cool because that's a very um, Nordic thing, apparently. Very. Yes, it is. Very, very Viking. Mm-hmm. And I am very Viking. I am very Norwegian. Norwegian? So he, I am. I am prime. I am primarily German, and it's funny because I don't like beer, but I love the food. I love it. German um, food? Yeah, German food oh, is amazing. Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, the second in my lineage of what DNA is uh, Norwegian, and then a hodgepodge of other stuff behind that. Same as the same as, as the rest of us. We all got that hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. Um but this is completely random, but I don't know what just reminded me about it. So I'm sure you got like notifications galore about my like 10,000 reels I just sent you on Instagram. I but did. Anyways, I didn't look I, at mine. <laughs> I was on Instagram when I saw this. I was like, oh, I'm going to say this for the podcast because I kind of want to know. And I want everybody else to know. So hypothetically, hypothetically, if I were to start a cult tomorrow, what bizarre belief or practice would it be around? Are you asking my question? My yes, this is for okay. you. Oh, okay. If you were to start a cult tomorrow, what would your your belief be on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I have, to, <laughs> I have to. I have to narrow it down. Yes, that's the problem. Oh my gosh, I could see you going <laughs> in so many different fucking co- like directions with this. What's the first one that pops into your head? Planets. Planets. Okay. Planets. What about planets? They're not real. In that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be a crazy conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, much. I could see that. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. And okay. your first theory would be about planets and how they're not real because they're so easy to convince people of that and the fact that there's so many people out there who believe the Earth is flat. Mm-hmm. So the following you would have would be almost instant. Do you think I would have a following? Absolutely. It takes it takes. Mm. We got simple-minded people out there. Very hence true. Wh- hence Very why true. TikTok works. It's ten-second videos and people but love it. You think I'm persuasive enough? Yes. Okay. Maybe I will have to experiment. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Next episode is about John Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back at you, my friend. If I was to start a cult tomorrow, what would mine be about? Oh, for sure, 100%, like, medicinal herbs and plants. Like, you'd be like Dr. Witchwoman. You would be Claire from Outlander. 1,000%. You'd have your, like, plant hospital and whatnot. I don't know. I can't explain it. I see it in my head. There'd be ivy all over the walls, and you walk in this place like, I'm not sure if this is just abandoned or it's beautiful. (laughs) Like I see it now, yes, but that would be you. So total funny that you say that. Like, um, with my son's football team, mm-hmm. anytime any of the boys get hurt, I am instantly running to the to the sidelines. I'm technically not supposed to be over there, um, but I don't care. I see a child hurt, my mama instincts just inst- I run. Doctor mom. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so my sisters and my and mom were at at the game that one time that mm-hmm. I did that 
And my one sister, as I'm coming back, she was like, what were you doing? Rubbing lemon balm on them? Making them feel better? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, she probably was. I did not. My lemon balm was in the car. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a thought. No, actually, it wasn't. You just didn't have time to go get to it. Excuse me. No. That's hilarious, though. I love it. I also saw, saw today... Um, on Facebook, I posted about it. It was like, what would be something that you like, what would you, what is something you think I'd have a massive collection of or something like that? And I was like, nobody better fucking say plants. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody did yet because you didn't answer. (laughs) I didn't see it yet. (laughs) But I knew that would be your answer for me. Plants. Plants. Fuck yeah. Plants and shit. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Okay, aside from plants, what would be something you'd think I'd have a weird collection of? Um, what's weird, though? Okay, what what would I have a collection of? Most people do, aren't sure. I think, okay, it's still technically kind of, well, it's part of a dead plant. I think I could see you definitely owning a collection of different kinds of coffee beans. Like, I could see you being a really big coffee, I can't talk, coffee enthusiast. (laughs) I Okay, I'll take that one. But it's still part of plants, because I could see you, like, actually, like, growing them and, like, roasting them. And I thought about it. You're just a plant woman. You are grounded with earth. You are one of nature. You're fucking Virgo, Virgo. Come on. (laughs) It's not my fault that that's my sun and my moon. (laughs) Um... Besides that, I don't, uh, I would say bottles of mead, but I think you would drink through them before you would make a collection. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know, like, right? This is so hard. It's a crazy one, isn't it? What about my collection? Aside from dead what? things? Yeah, I already have that, but like, what else? Horror paraphernalia. I have that too. No, like legit, like if you could get your hands on Ed Gein's shit, you would have Oh, it. yes. Yes. True crime paraphernalia? Yes. Oh, yes. Like I want to go to that museum. And what's, I think it's in Tennessee. We should go. But anyways, it's a like a true crime like museum. I don't know the name of it or whatnot, but you get the drift mm-hmm. Um, in Tennessee. And it's got like Ted Bundy's car. And yeah. I guess you being the shit. person who has that museum. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Kind of like who we were talking about last week. So let's get ourselves yes. back on track here. Yeah. Totally. Back on track. track, sorry. Welcome back, guys. That was our, tan- <laughs> that was our daily tangent. Um, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so recap of last week. We were talking just a little bit about a weird exorcist whatever of 1600s france which i was mm-hmm. like kind of thinking about it again like this recap on that situation was just, just a playboy man in france who got burned at the stake for what many women in salem got burned at the stake for being provocative for them although mm-hmm. he was sleeping with some people's ladies and they were all panicked and scared and just had to find a reason to blame it on and I actually found mm-hmm. it really funny in the fact that not funny that he died at the stake, like dude burned at the stake, is that the shit it didn't fix the shit. They dealt with it for a few years after he died. Yeah. 
I thought it was kind of kind of like an ironic situation. And then you brought up The Conjuring. Yes. Put Which, you down a wormhole. Put down Both a wormhole. <laughs> oh, guys. And, oh, shit. I gotta stop playing with the chords. <laughs> I know you're over there getting antsy. <laughs> I went down the damn rabbit hole with this shit. So... You brought up a lot of really big points there of, like, the parent family and the experiences. And you asked a super, super uh, good question is, can people really be possessed? Mm-hmm. And my answer is no. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of how Hollywood makes it. Correct. And honestly, though, after we started talking a little bit about the the parent family and the conjuring and stuff that was going on, I really actually started doubting my feelings on what I was saying. Let me tell you, no more doubt. I was 100% correct. Oh, it's just your gut, people. I don't think that you can be possessed in a sense of what you what the way Hollywood does per, put it out there. I think actually mm-hmm. today we meet people who are possessed. Are they possessed, mm-hmm. like I said, in that way that they're going to be super demonic? No, because I don't. Demons are dumb, but they're not dumb. Mm-hmm. they're going to play in a way that you aren't going to catch them until it's too late. Yeah. And we see it every day. They're mm-hmm. on TV. They're in places media. of government. They're yeah. in media. They're walking down the streets, checking out your groceries, serving you food. They are everywhere. Uh-huh. You just got to see them. And not everybody yeah. can. And you brought I, up- if If anything, I think more people are possessed now absolutely then you would say in like the 1600s because there's so much negative energy in this world it's like that, that gate, just doesn't happen on its own that gate is open that yeah. gate is wide the fuck open exactly and so you brought up a lot of different things and also like i said i'm just kind of recapping so if i forget anything before we get into where we're at please let me know mm-hmm. and lorraine Mm-hmm. And how that house probably wasn't haunted until Ed and Lorraine came and did what they did. Correct. That they also portrayed it as like an exorcist because uh, the mother was possessed already, supposedly. But they didn't do an exorcist. They did a seance. Mm-hmm. And you said that you're pretty sure that brought somebody in. To Correct. The, I think the it home. opened the doors. Right. And... We started questioning a little bit about Ed and Lorraine and their actual abilities because mm-hmm. there was an affair that happened. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. That- Ed's a piece of scum. Slept yeah. With a 15-year-old. Yeah. I have more info on that. I want to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about it. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a, also some doubt about how legit the Warrens even are. Mm-hmm. I think that's all the recap of last week's episode, right? Am I missing something? Yeah, that was basically it. So when we were done with that conversation, because we talked about the entity that was blamed, and I'm going to fucking use the word blamed, was Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. And you talked a little bit about Bathsheba um, and that she is a real person and she absolutely is a real person. And when we got off that episode, I was heated heated my body literally was burning and I could not let Bathsheba go Mm -hmm. I just couldn't 
something did not set something right. Something resonated with you. In my body about Bathsheba. And all of you who want to still blame that poor little woman, fuck off. Fuck all the way off. She was blamed for something she did not do. Yeah. She did not haunt that house. Mm-mm. She did not murder a child. Because I'm sorry. It was the time of that. With the time that that happened, that she was blamed for a murder of a child to to give her the child to Satan. She would have been. She would have been killed. Yeah. She, she would, would have not have been let off. She would have. Mistake. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's a female well, who's being accused of sacrificing a child to the devil. She would not have lived. Well, also, here's the thing, too. After, you know, we got we got off that episode and we both went down our wormholes and whatnot and discovering, mm-hmm. you know, I read that article about that she had lived on the estate where the Conjuring house was mm-hmm. and that the Arnold estate was next door. But after actually doing research and opening up, you know, property history and whatnot mm-hmm. it was actually the op- opposite way around mm-hmm. she lived next door and the arnold estate was the conjuring house right that is what you had found and i wanted mm-hmm. to bring that up because i was doing more of that now you did a lot more land research after we were mm-hmm. done with that yes i did a sh- you went down a, a lot super, of super big rabbit hole yeah i went which, deep <laughs> which i chased we'll, all the way back to the 1600s yeah which we will get into that now when you look up the Arnold estate, the mm-hmm. house that pops up when you look it up and you're under the all section of, you know, the research and it, mm-hmm. it keeps, it brings up the, the conjuring, the conjuring, the conjuring, mm-hmm. the conjuring. Yeah. You have to but get, you it's click, hard to get past that. If you click images, the house that pops up is not the conjuring's house. But if you type in the conjuring house, they refer to it as the Arnold estate. So it's really confusing. So I don't know. Like I said, you so, did the you did the big land research. Yes. Um, I'm wondering at one point if the Arnold estate was bigger, and then it broke into two spaces, and the house that popped up that I was looking at, which they called a Stone End home, is very so old. I, Yes, you've got. There's another Arnold Estate in Rhode Island. Okay, so that must there's be what two I kept. Of them. That's what. Yes, must been. You're referring to the other one. But okay. I will tell you this: the Arnold Estate that is the Conjuring House mm-hmm. was not built up as it is. No. So it's gotten larger over time. There's been yeah ads to the house. Yeah, which they talked about even in a lot of the documentaries. Um, Andrea Perrin talks about how that house was yes. clearly mm-hmm. added on because her room had a window in it. Correct, yes. But really, that window ended up looking into the other rooms. Mm -hmm. But really, it was supposed to be an outside house window. Um, So that house has definitely had multiple add-ons put onto it. It was a big Mm -hmm. fucking house. Um, Bathsheba was, from the research I think both of us did, Mm -hmm. was the neighbor, not the house that she She did not live on that property. No. Um, but she actually, hers did have a son. She had, she had one that lived to be 70. Okay. So it must have been Herbert? Yes. He lived a long, normal life. 
the other children, the reason that they don't think that they were really accounted for, and I think you brought this up before, is because the only way that they knew people existed, they didn't have birth certificates and social security Correct. numbers right away, census. Mm -hmm. It would take up to seven years to go into the U.S. census at that time. Yes, and unfortunately, those children did not live long enough to be on that census. But there were three other children, um, which her, their graves are right next to Bathsheba's Correct. grave. Yeah, we saw the headstones, mm -hmm. and they were all pretty much under two years old. They were. So you think about the time that they were born and all that other kind of stuff, the things that were happening, it could have been anything that killed those poor babies. Illness, simple mm -hmm. illnesses. You got the flu. Um, there's a picture that they think is Bathsheba. There's actually mm -hmm. no confirmation that that picture that Ed and Lorraine like to share saying, oh, there's yeah, Bathsheba. Yeah. Um, but she's wearing a surgical mask in this picture. Which is from the Spanish flu. The flu. Yeah. Which that's the, the wrong time. Right. That but happened that is later. The, that, that is the description. There's actually no physical pictures of Bathsheba at all that anybody can actually prove are hers so there's no proof that that picture that they're circulating is they Bethsheba. wouldn't even be taking pictures at that point exactly it wasn't exactly i mean i think maybe it would have been a tool on the west side of the country at that point in time where you mm. started seeing photographs but at that point in time it wasn't Maybe. That was way too early, way, way too yeah. early. Now, Beth Sheba, the only thing I will give Beth Sheba is actually she was a Thayer before she was a Sherman, mm -hmm. which the Thayers is a big, well-known name. Mm -hmm. Very, very apparently rich, fancy name. And she left that to be with just a basic farmer. So the only crime that that poor woman committed is that she chose back in the day lower than her. But she was happy. She had her one son, unfortunately. The other one's passed away. And she died of complications of a fucking stroke. Which they th then called, as you said, stone disease. Because she had paralysis. Yeah. Which is just, she froze up so a lot. So that she turned to stone when she died. That's yeah. paralysis. Yeah, yeah, it's complications. It's a common complication of fucking a stroke. Oh, look at that. She died the same way uh, Ed died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How funny is that? Because, yeah. you know, they wanted to blame her for a shit she ain't fucking do. So let that poor woman's soul rest, please. Finally, get the fuck off her damn back. She didn't do shit. Had to yeah, have it's her. sad because she even had to have her headstone removed. Well, yeah, because people are destroying it. There is a lady who has been working on collect and clearing also Bathsheba's name from this movie and what they did to her. Um... And what happened to her headstone to help restore it. Now, I don't know for sure if it was really restored. Like, we saw that one video, if it was restored. But they're holding it somewhere else so that it doesn't get destroyed. But she is she is working on getting her headstone restored and left alone. So Good. I thought that was really great to see. I forgot her name and website mm -hmm. of that situation. But that was really nice. Yeah, she did, Bathsheba didn't deserve any of the hate that Hollywood or the Warrens brought upon her um, after lots of research it is to come to find out that 
the Warrens were not invited into the parents' home. They just kind of showed up because a best friend of Miss Perrin happened to attend a convention and told them about it. So they were not even wanted in this situation. And also the Warrens had sought out a historian beforehand and spoke to a historian who gave them this information that they then spun into their own Hollywood story. Yeah. The Bathsheba story was actually just a local folklore. Yeah. And honestly, I think somebody just saw the name Bathsheba and like was like, oh, that only a witch can have that name. It's actually Hebrew. Just thought I'd share hey, that. My name's I, Hebrew. I looked up the name Bathsheba and that's meaning. What does it mean? Hebrew. And it means like beautiful daughter. She was said to be very, very beautiful. That was the rumor that that's why also people called her a witch is because she was beautiful. Um, sorry, guys. I'm I'm double checking my. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to take my rat's water bottle. Oh, it You're happens. Probably gonna hear them in the background. It happens. Um, Barnabas is thirsty. Oh, sorry. It is daughter of the oath, is what it is. So oh, I like that even more. I know. So do I. Which is also probably why people saw her name and was like, oh, that sounds witchy. Mm-hmm. They can fuck off. Leave her alone. But the bet part means daughter and the Shiva, which is actually Shiva, um, is seven but comes to mean to bind with an oath. So when they're put together, it's creating the meaning of daughter of the oath. So leave her alone. Let her rest. Finally, poor woman got disturbed with bullshit of the Warrens. I'm sorry. I'm very bitter about them because I did my more research on stuff. All right. Go ahead. What? No. Let's uh, take a little step back on what possibly could have been causing the hauntings okay, you of the go land. That route? Because I don't even know that route because I went down a whole rabbit hole. Well. I have it, but. The land. And what you found out about said land that this said home is built on top of. So, what, the house is built in like 1736 or something like that? Yeah, roughly, yeah. So, my first thought was to, well, that's that's really early. That had to been around the time of settlement. So, I went to look at what happened in Rhode Island. What was the history behind Rhode Island? And... Upon entering that, I started to see different kinds of events. So then, of course, then I have to look at a map and figure out where this house is and where these events happen and try to figure trace to, you know, what crossed what route at what time. And exactly what puts a pin on it is it's known mostly by Phillips great war king philip's great war which was um king philip pinned the native americans against the english settlers and other native americans that they had entered uh, i guess a treaty with if you will um to basically follow one religion and the leader of this movement on the english settlers part was Roger Williams. I think I got that right. Yes, you uh-huh. did. Yeah, Roger Williams. Or Williams, sorry, not Williams. Um, 
But he was basically a very staunch advocate for religious freedom, separation from church and state, and he had very fair dealings with a lot of the Native Americans in the area. Um, but needless to say, it's still King Philip, you know, still abused the situation. And long story short, it was one of the bloodiest wars per capita in U.S. history. Um, so I don't believe any of the Arnold estate family had anything to do with any kind of hauntings of that land as you have a lot of negative energy right there on that land. Mm -hmm. um, and there was even an article I read, <clears throat> forget the guy that wrote it, I'd have to pull it up, but um, went down that rabbit hole where, and I'm sure Missy's going to address a lot of it, where Andrea Perrin had claimed a lot too. of yeah she had claimed a lot of stuff and basically said why would we lie why would lie we have no reason to lie we're not making any money of this but obviously now you are and you didn't speak up about it what was going on so um he did actually most of the research and all i had to do was read his article um but a lot of the things she lied about and things were called out exactly like Bathsheba never lived there and then that she said that uh, Miss Arnold hung herself in the barn so this guy goes to look at the records and there's no such death there there's no such of any of these deaths that she lived that anybody lived there um, and basically everything that she has said has been debunked the only one that keeps me hung up is that her little sister referred to was an Oliver Richardson? Yes. Which you could easily look up, but I don't know how much access they had to it considering they were young, but mm -hmm. I don't know when they conjured the story either. Um, mm -hmm. But it was a little boy that basically haunted the house that the little sister had made best friends with and told her that there were seven dead soldiers in the wall. Well, obviously, yeah, there's probably more than fucking seven if it's a dead Burial, burial ground, ground of for a it, war for yeah especially for native americans because we know how spiritual and safe human beings they are yeah like i i'm sure the ground is haunted i don't believe that everything that happened in that house happened i do believe that it is still haunted but i believe that if you keep encouraging it and open these doors you're just gonna piss some of these spirits off and they're not going to acknowledge anymore because you're not serving any purpose for them at this point now it's a theater and they don't want to be a show oh absolutely so i can see that i can understand that mm -hmm. but yeah and then of course i went all down that rabbit hole and trying to figure out you know what happened on that land and i did and lo and behold it's on the conjuring website i didn't think to go there first because i don't believe anything somebody puts in front of me about the conjuring house so i don't do my own research but um it lines up with everything with king philip's war um but one thing i did want to say was that when the warrens did the seance with carol and i think it's carol right carol or carolyn something like carolyn that. um they said she started speaking in another language mm -hmm. that they couldn't identify maybe it was latin yada yada um but honestly, if this situation did happen and they did open a door, which they very well could have, 
considering some apologies that were made later on. Um, and the fact of how pissed off Roger, her husband, was. Yeah. Most likely, that was the language of the Narragansett Indians. And I can't say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to spell it for you. But it begins with an A and it's really long. It's like, Yeah. But if that was to actually happen, that would be the only thing that she could have spoke. That would have even related to the the circumstance. That's even if the situation is an actual real situation. Correct. So what you got for me? So, like I said, I did my research. I had I had to I had to put Bathsheba to rest. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in my mind and my heart, Bathsheba is put to rest. Now whether anybody takes my words and actually lets her be, that's on them. And if they are if she does end up haunting your ass, it's your fucking fault. Leave her alone. Um, although she's not going to. But I feel like I've now put her to rest. So obviously I had to keep looking up though as to like the house this hauntings mm-hmm. is it really haunted is it not haunted what is going on now i wanted to find information of who lived in that home prior to the parents and who has lived in the home after the parents correct and trying to find information about who was there before i can't find too much i, I found g- it somewhere I, well i know like they've said it know. was some gu- it's like some man it's lived like there. only like three families that live there. Prior. Right. A lot of well, one but it did not stay in the Arnold family as they claimed. Not for long, no. But it did stay in the Arnold family for quite a while. It did. It eventually did not stay in the Arnold family because it was like women who were widowed or daughters who were never wed got that house. Mm-hmm. So eventually, a new name is going to take over the home. Correct. Anyways, so I do know that well, in those, some of those interviews that we were watching, she had mentioned, Andrea had mentioned um, some man that was there. He was moving out literally as they were moving in. Correct. Um, I could not find his name or anything. And all they remember. I can't remember it. I can't either. All they remember supposedly is he told, what they didn't understand is he thought the home home was perfect for their family because it's five children and a husband and wife it's a big house on 200 acres um perfect for raising a family so he really was excited supposedly that these people are buying this house the parents are buying this house and how wonderful of an idea it was but then as he's leaving looks at their father and says make sure to always leave the lights on that already contradicts something why would he be so if he if the house was haunted in the sense of what the parents went through, why would he want children there? That doesn't add up. Yeah, so at the end of the day he sold his home. So Yeah, I don't Maybe I, that was his way of doing what he felt was right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I sold him a haunted home, but nah, good luck, do this, but I doubt it. Unless he was trying to get rid of it that badly, which I still don't if he was trying to get rid of it that badly, you'd think he'd be out of it. Correct. And he wasn't. He was not moved out. I mean... As they it, were literally u- using his boxes to pack up his shit, according to According her. to Andrea. And I don't trust her worth a shit. Not at all. I don't either. I don't either. But neither here I nor told there. you the whole time. I was like, that bitch is lying. Oh, yeah. And she, she says this. She looks that right. Way. 
But when she says this, she looks to her left. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's using two sides of the brain. Mm-hmm. She is lying her ass off. Absolutely. So, like I said, I wanted that. I wanted that. Uh, I wanted that history. So I kind of, I kind of approached this Conjuring house like I did Amityville's house. Okay. And Lord knows that was bullshit. Yep. Completely debunked all the garbage that belonged mm-hmm. with that story. Complete yep. bullshit. And oh, who do you know was in that house? Ed and Lorraine. Fuck them. Oh, shit. I lost something in a minute here. Hold on. So you, are we Here's talking about it. the Warrens? We are going to talk a little bit about the Warrens. Okay. So then I got to thinking, the story of The Conjuring, one thing that was always mentioned was that the movie is fabricated from the cases of Ed and Lorraine, right? Correct. So I'm like, okay, Ed and Lorraine are part of a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. A lot of cases. So who are these people? Who are they? I had to know who they are. Who are you? Frauds. They are fucking frauds. Fucking frauds. So first things first, that um, affair mm-hmm. that Ed had supposedly with the 15-year-old. Yes. Did you know that it was 40 years long? What? No. Supposed- I'm sorry if that was really loud. but Supposedly, like, it was 40 years long. Now, the accuracy of this supposed affair, I'm still not sure because it was all accusations. But here's the story. Here's what Penny, the girl that it happened with, says versus Lorraine's words. Penny was 15 years old when she moved in with Ed and Lorraine because she had nowhere else to go. And that's when it started. And it lasted for 40 years in their home with Lorraine. Lorraine wasn't part of the affair, obviously, because it was an affair. But she was there when it was going on. And had no fucking clue. No clue. Mm. Now, she claims that Penny was 18 years old when they moved when she moved in with them. Mm-hmm. So Penny was living with them. So regardless of the fact that this child was 15 or 18... She was still in their home. Correct. Supposedly, she moved in because, again, she had nowhere to go. And she basically was their live-in house sitter. Because, you know, they're out around scam. I mean, helping people with their haunted houses. Mm-hmm. So they needed someone to watch their house. Um, the accusations of this affair came out around when The Conjuring was made. However, real funny, that... I think Warner Brothers is the one that did it. Never just nixed anybody. They didn't cut ties with Ed after finding out that he was having this affair with an underage child. But nowadays, someone says that any little little sexual assault thing, and quickly they're they're willing to cut them out without mm-hmm. even any investigation on it. Correct. Uh, Johnny Depp. Um, mm-hmm. But supposedly Lorraine claims it never happened. Ed claims it never happened. So poor Penny was never heard. However, she was 70 when she came out about it. Not saying that you can't come out about it at any time. And there was no real sexual assault that happened other than the fact from her 15 to 18 that was uncalled for. But yeah, supposedly it was a 40-year-long relationship right under Lorraine's Hmm. nose. 40 years. I'm sure there's some kind of proof laying around. I'm not going to seek to investigate it. I didn't want to seek much more on that. I I don't want to know. Yeah. I believe her. Well, apparently when The Conjuring was being made, 
the loving couple that Ed and Lorraine are in the movie is not how they were in real life. And there mm-hmm. was a clause that Lorraine purposely made with the movie producer people mm-hmm. that they had to make them look like that couple and mm. that they were never to ever hint in the movie that Ed might have a little wandering eye in the movie. Mm. And that happened before the accusations were made. Mm. Why did Lorraine make that a thing if she didn't know that they were already happening? Obviously, she's a little worried that some secret's going to be spilled with this movie coming out. But Obviously. So, like I said, I had to know a little bit about Ed and Lorraine. So mm-hmm. I looked more into them, who they were. Had to know more. Ed was a World War II Navy vet and highly, highly, highly Roman Catholic. Very religious man mm-hmm. who liked to paint. Okay. Lorraine was also a religious woman, not to the extent of Ed, and claimed to be of clairvoyant or whatever word she used. Seer of light. Mm-hmm. Um, they got together as a couple. Very, very religious couple. Again, of Roman Catholics. Not hating on the Roman Catholics, but if you grew up in the Roman Catholics, you know how they can be. They could be quite pushy at times mm-hmm. in their beliefs. So before Ed and Lorraine got famous, how they got their start, Ed, for one, is a self-taught demonologist. Never, Correct. Never took a class. And, I, and I, I won't, I'll cut him some slack on that because of the times that he started, what classes were available? His own. Exactly. I mean, he had to read up on it his own, and he probably learned devils and demons through the Bible. But their original mission was just to prove the, to the world that Satan is real. Mm-hmm. And their system that they used on people was faith-fearing. You were possessed because you don't believe in God. And the way to protect yourself from possessions is to make sure your faith is always in check. So it was all everybody else's fault because they didn't believe in God enough. Kind of funny. Yeah. But yet you're going to do very witchcrafty type practices at the same time. Hmm. Seances and stuff. Real funny. So I'm, I'm finding so many contradictions of these people. So for Ed and Lorraine to even get their start with people, this is fucking creepy. Ed would find out from the towns and listen out for anybody who said anything that there was a slight creepy haunted situation that might have happened. You know, your typical, oh my gosh, I swear the doors were moving by themselves today at my house. Ed and Lorraine were listening out for that bullshit. And when they found the house of somebody who happened to make those comments, Ed would sit outside the house and paint it. And after he was done with that painting, he'd hand it to Lorraine And Lorraine would go up to their door and tell them about this painting of their house that her husband just made to gain access into their home so that they would be purposely invited into these homes. And that's when Lorraine would be talking about how all of a sudden she feels sudden spirits in their house. Oh, my gosh. And then convince them to follow Jesus. Like a fucked up version of Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. So she would do these pretend 
cleansings on their homes and help them cleanse their home of these evil spirits in their house and remind them to have their faith so that the the demons don't come back. That is how they gained their traction. They did this for many, many years until finally one of them hit the media. And I'd have to look into which one it was that helped hit the media. I don't exactly 100% remember. I'm sure it was Ed. Mm. He's very... Yeah, it was Ed that got them famous. Yeah, he was. he's very... Uh, he knows how to command a room, per se. Yeah, it was Ed. He was very charismatic, they said. And he was mm-hmm. very good at it. Now, here's the really fun fact that I also learned about... Ed and Lorraine. So there is this thing called the New England's Paranormal Research Headquarters. Mm -hmm. That was founded by Ed and Lorraine in 1952. It is now ran and owned by their child. By their child. Oh, I thought it was their son-in-law. It is their son-in-law and and their daughter. Yeah. Who he speaks so highly of them. Which, honestly, I looked at their website. Their website's fucking hilarious, mind you. It is money, 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 money. They want your money. So much money. I mean, it's, it's, I'm looking at it right now. And it's purchase tickets now. It's the first click button on the website, right? And then it tells me what we do. Primarily, this is led by Tony, who is their son-in-law, who was all taught of every little thing that Ed and Lorraine know how to do. Here's the thing. If Lorraine's stuff was legit, she cannot fucking teach you that. Yeah, you can't teach to be clairvoyant. Exactly. Um, and then it talks about their cases, explore their events, education, and it become an insider. Email us our story. And then it's like, want to learn more? Click here and give us more of your fucking money. They're jokes. They're scammers. You know, this, and this reminds me of the article you sent me the other day. If they were so good at doing what they they were doing, and Kelly Osborne, who is now finding out that she may be a medium or a clairvoyant, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. why didn't she seek out one of the biggest names in the industry? Because they're fakes. Exactly. No, I she mean, sought out actual help to figure out what the hell's going on with her. Why is she experiencing these things? Right. Exactly. She sought out a professional. The Warrens are not professionals. No, they're not. They're professional scam artists. Yes. Um, so, of course, like I said, I had to, I had to keep, keep my digging, right? Mm-hmm. And I came across... Where the hell did it go? Oh, it's back up here. I came across these things where it was talking about like 11... This article here was talking about 11 things about the... 11 things you need to know about the legendary paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine. And, of course, it goes on to how they're, you know, the investigators that serve to inspire the conjuring and um, how they grew up. It was an early start into their paranormal interests. And apparently Ed had a near-death experience in World War II, which is what pushed him to even marry Lorraine. That sounds like your typical war story, in my opinion. Um and then the paintings that he loved to do, and that's how they got people in, 
And supposedly, the Warrens tried to rule out all logical and physical explanations before agreeing to take on cases. So basically, they'd look at it and be like, yeah, your case isn't scary enough for us. We don't want it. That's all they would do. Um, They needed to find something that was the most, you know, easy to persuade people as a real fucking story. Uh, Oh, the first case that um, that garnered their immediate attention and um, what got them kind of really going took place in their hometown in Connecticut in 1974. Um, And that was because a psychic friend, Mary, contacted them and informed them of paranormal activity that was happening in Bridgeport at with the residents Jerry and Laura Gooden. And mm-hmm. uh, once the news got out of the poltergeist affecting the house, um, crowds began to form outside the house. And this was the first case where the Warrens experienced such a large media presence as they tried to conduct their work. So they were winning, so they continued it. Yep. So Ed and Lorraine both were devoted Roman Catholics. And Ed was even... That's not devoted, though. No, not at all. I think we need to rephrase that. I know. I know, but that's what people are talking about. That's what they say. Devoted Roman Catholics don't do that. Uh, No. The Warrens worked closely with Catholic churches during multiple exorcisms, and their faith played an important part in their um, investigations. They weren't doing exorcisms. Um... You can't do you can't an illegal exorcism. Yes. That's not how it fucking works. No, you don't. Just, you can't. And, and as, he doesn't have connections to the Vatican like that. No. Not even a priest does. No. And we were definitely talking about the fact that, like, I mean, even with Annalise, she's the only one so far that I've come across that it took forever for them to get somebody to help her with an mm-hmm. exorcist or an exorcism, which should have never fucking happened in the first place. That poor girl would still be here. But regardless. No. They're, they're just so full of shit. They are. So full of shit. They are. Like, so we're talking about The Conjuring right now. Yeah. So just, like, great movie. Great movie. Oh, like, absolutely. Hollywood, it's a great story. Hollywood did it well. I love the movies. I love the whole Conjuring series. I love Annabelle. I love Amityville. I love all of them. Yeah. Conjuring 2 is actually based on... A different story. Another, yeah. another file um, that Ed and... Lorraine supposedly participated in. Mm-hmm. But since we're talking about it, let's go on ahead and introduce the fact that Ed and Lorraine participated in this when afterwards, not only the sisters who were in there, the infield family or whatever they're called, they admitted to they were just playing the whole thing. Nothing was actually haunted. When somebody turned their back, they would throw crucifixes or move a dresser or whatever was being claimed. So that must have been the girls from a picture I saw. And it would, the caption said so-and-so being thrown from her bed during the seance. Yes. It yes. legit looks like a child yes. jumping on a bed. Correct. And everybody's just standing and there And they admitted smiling. to it. Anyways. Anyways. They admitted to it. I know. Well, here's here's my fun fact, right? That I really have to, I had to get to about Lorraine. Because this is the one that really bothers me the most, is Lorraine. She pisses me off so much. Um, so while they're gaining their pop- popularity, in an effort to prove her abilities were not fake, Lorraine underwent scientific testing by a parapsychologist. That's a hard one to say. At UCLA. Mm-hmm. 
by a doctor named Thelma Moss. So I'm like, okay, you gave me a doctor's name. And it said that after extensive studies, they determined Lorraine was a light trance medium. Okay. Who's Thelma? Had to dig into that one. Went down Mm -hmm. that fucking rabbit hole. Thelma's an actress from Broadway. (laughs) That is where she started. She started as an actress on Broadway. She worked her way up in the industry of acting. And eventually, she crashed and burned and did not feel well, unfortunately, mentally, and got herself help. And I'm so happy the help that she got. Let me tell you that first and foremost. The help she got, which I think is actually a great therapy, unfortunately, our government has taken away because of people like Thelma. It worked. And it was Mm -hmm. LSD therapy. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of fucking studies to prove on how that actually worked. And so many people who were going through so much bad things, especially when it came to PTSD, they were working on it with shrooms. And it it was wonderful therapy. It was a wonderful thing. But heaven forbid we have things that work. Um, Can't have things that work because you don't profit off of it because then people are better. However, after this um, situation, Thelma Moss did decide to go back to school. And she did get her doctorate in psychology and got a PhD. And that is Mm -hmm. who did this testing. But Thelma's biggest thing that she liked so much is because the LSD therapy worked so well for her, she wanted to talk more things fringed, things that are out of norm, things that Mm -hmm. are weird in psychology. And I really believe when it came to Lorraine, it works more in her favor to just be like, yeah, totally she has that. I gave her some LSD and it worked. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think that's what happened there. I don't think – there's no scientific proof you could do to prove what an actual medium can fucking do. No. There's education, yes, but there's, there's nothing beyond that. It's mm-hmm. not well – even at this time, it's not well educated enough. Nonetheless, that period of time. Right. So – like I said, I had I I once I saw that I'm like, oh, now they're throwing science in to prove that Lorraine is this medium, so that's what I had to go down that rabbit hole, and then like you said again, there was the um the the family that did say like, no, we were totally fucking around. Now, the if you look up anything about the Perrin family, and the first Conjuring, the only person's name you will find is Andrea. Correct. There is not a damn word I can find from any of the other sisters. No, every now and then you'll get some input, but that's about it. And that is also concerning to me because when I did Amityville, those two boys both spoke and was like, the house was not haunted, guys. George was. Something was up with him. And that's why I think a person can be haunted. Not a home. I don't even think that anybody in that house was haunted exactly. No. And here's the house. No. And here's the thing. I don't even think the house was fucking haunted. Um, And I'll get into that in a second from just my my rabbit hole of of shit. Um, Sorry, guys. I hope you all got your fucking water with this ums here. I'm just (laughs) I'm getting I really I was getting just so much on my chest and I'm getting this all out. And now I'm starting to come down a bit. Um, <laughs> I lost my thought for a second here, so go. 
All right. (laughs) (laughs) You find your thought. (laughs) I will. Did you find your thought? I did. I did. So I don't believe place. I believe areas can be with spirits. Mm -hmm. I believe homes can have spirits living in there. Mm -hmm. Some are there. Lots are there because they're stuck and they need help. Correct. Majority of them are there because they're stuck and they need help. And unfortunately, some of them are strong enough to let people know, hey, help me. And some of them are not and they'll be there for a long time because all they can do is open a fucking cabinet. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to think anything of that cabinet. You're going to think, I thought I closed that. I guess I didn't. And you're going to close it. And that's it. The land, I would not doubt, is is spiritually tainted because of what happened with that war. Bloodshed. Yeah. That I mean that's disgusting. And honestly, what I would super fucking love is to find someone who is really great in Native American history and talk about that situation. Absolutely. That I would love to know that history and I think everybody should have to learn that fucking history. But I, I actually won't go down looked that up rabbit hole. Well, I did look up the um the tribe that was there, the Narragansicks in the, I can't remember the other one. I don't want to. I don't want to butcher it. But mm-hmm. um, I did look it up, and there's actually only. It's still a tribe that exists, but it's still only 600 strong. Oh, that's so fucking sad. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really fucking sad. That's another. And it's really fucking upsetting. It's very fucking upsetting, and that's another rabbit hole. I could. Uh, there's a tangent yeah. I could go on yeah. on a whole other episode. We're going to try to keep it to what we're talking about now, though. But my heart goes out to that tribe um, and what was done to them. I'm going to collect myself on that one. (sighs) Anyways, so going back, as I was saying, I tried to find out people who lived in that home before. Mm -hmm. And I tried to find who lives in the home after them. Because the parents lived there for 10 years. And Mm -hmm. if they were going through what they fucking went through, I mean, for Christ's sake, the Lutz left after 28 days and they went through nothing. Compared to what the um, the parents, parents. supposedly yeah. went through. I mean, for crying out loud, they had a damn seance where she was possessed in front of everybody. Who coincidentally only talks about it is, again, Andrea. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't alone. Her little sister was in there watching it secretly, too. But I couldn't really find information. I'm sure if I dug deep enough on the the property itself, you can look actually up, I think, and tell you like when it was bought and sold and all that other kind of shit. Oh, yeah, uh, I did. I didn't go down that rabbit hole too much. I However, did. <laughs> I know you did. However, I believe the current owners' names are Corey and Jennifer. No. No. Okay, no. so they sold it now recently as well. Yes, the current okay. owner is Jacqueline Nuez. That's right, that's right. Well, And she purchased it in 2022. Okay, so she must have purchased it from... Corey and Jennifer. She purchased it from Corey and Jennifer, who purchased it from Norma Sutcliffe. Yep. Who had lived there since 1987. She lived there for 32 fucking years. Yes. And it operated as a daycare in the 80s. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, what I found though was about Corey and Jennifer. Corey and Jennifer were paranormal enthusiasts. Yes. They called themselves ghost hunters as well. Mm -hmm. And used thought that they basically had a piece of paranormal history and used it as such correct they're the ones who kind of turned it into the money cash bag it is today um they described that they didn't see too much um activity 
per se, other than mm-hmm. doors opening and closing on their own, footsteps knocking, um, the disembodied voices. And he even claimed, um, Corey even claimed that he saw like this black mist that happened to move about in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Now, Miss Norma lived there for 32 fucking years. Mm-hmm. 32 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Not once did she experience anything. But she's also a two-faced liar because I watched another interview that she did and she's with Andrea and she clearly states that she has. Yeah, she's with Andrea. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you can't go. She's like, oh, yeah, she claims the same thing as Corey, that this is the experiences that she's gotten. And even the black mist, her and her husband or boyfriend, whatever it was, because I don't believe they were married, that. They experienced these things, too, as well. But it was nothing of what the parents went through. Yeah. I mean, she she claimed to me- experience. But th- here's based- the thing. She, she recanted it when The Conjuring came out because she was being harassed. Yeah. The video that I watched of her and Andrea was recorded early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Mm-hmm. Where she had also had said, yes, these things happen in the home. It comes with a home. Nothing's negative, though. Mm-hmm. But it's just part of the charm of the home. Mm-hmm. But what I also believe is that she was holding workshops then, cooking workshops. She was also operating as a daycare that didn't that failed. I think she was doing it for publicity. Yeah, she needed money, just like everybody else. Everybody did to that home that the Warrens... And Andrea are doing. Because Correct. like I said, you look up any of the other parents, nobody else's names come up. Nobody. Not a statement, uh, nothing. The only thing, like uh, like we said before, that has come up is the youngest, I think it was the youngest, April, had a friend named Oliver yes. Richardson. So I'm like, And okay. she was pretty set on that. I'm like, okay, who's Oliver Richardson? Now, she they portrayed supposedly that was a young boy. Oliver Richardson in Rhode Island is a real person who was murdered. He was a black gentleman mm-hmm. who worked on the farm. Okay. He was, I guess, being sassy. And the man that murdered him... A claimed self-defense. He thought that Oliver was coming at him with a pitchfork. So he thought the best thing to do is grab an axe. And took it to the temple. Mm. Yes. This happened on the property? I can't find specifically if it was on that property. It seems mm. like it was. Again, it could be also close by. But there was a gentleman in that area named Oliver Richardson that was murdered. However, he was not a young boy. He was 30 when this happened. Hmm. Now, does that mean that he isn't presenting his spirit as a young child because she was a young child and he wanted to show that he's a safe person? Maybe. Maybe. That can happen. Do I believe spirits can do that? Absolutely. Um, but that is an actual person that did die in Rhode Island in that area. Hmm. And I thought it was a fucked up situation. His bro got off. Yep. Unfortunately, those were the times we came from. Unfortunately. Um, 
do I believe that that house is haunted in the sense of what the Warrens have made it into? Absolutely not. Am I seeing people who are going to keep pretending like it is? Absolutely. Why? It makes money. Mm -hmm. So again, I go back to my original statement. Can people be possessed? No. Not in the way you all think it can be. Are they possessed in a way that is hidden and toxic and even scarier than what Hollywood can portray? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You'll never yeah. know until it's too late. Correct. Um, I agree 100%. The Warrens used faith as a fear-mongering thing on people because they did tell almost every single person they came across that you just don't have enough faith in God. And that's what left you open to be possessed. There is also a story I found about the parents um, that really kind of almost made sense. It sounded very similar to the Lutzes in the sense that uh, George was a controlling asshole who did dabble in the occult. I believe that. And he probably opened mm-hmm. some shit up and his self had some bad spirits following him. So I believe the boys when they say that they saw some shit. But they also said it didn't matter where we were at. We saw shit. Mm-hmm. That just can't be explained. So it was, whether it was the Amityville house or it was Brooklyn downtown, they were going to see some shit because he was also an angry man. The story that I found about the parents prior to moving into their home is that Roger mm-hmm. was a very angry man. Yes, he was. And a very religious man. Uh, I've read opposite, but... But because of the war... He became an alcoholic, and that is what fed into more of his anger. He apparently also was a Nixon lover. Hmm. His wife was not. She was a very quiet, gentle woman who birthed the five children for her husband. She did not like Nixon, thought he was a dick. I mean, he is, so she ain't wrong there. And he didn't like that. He didn't like her opinions. He didn't like things she had to say or do or whatever. So he was also violent. And what better way to keep people isolated and under your control than to move him out into the middle of fucking nowhere? What all the, also better way to bring out bad energy than somebody Violence. that's producing it? Exactly. Hence probably why Roger also didn't want the Warrens there. Is Then they might see he's a bad husband. I mean... She might have asked for help. She could have asked for help in that situation and can't have that. I'm not saying that's an actual true story. This is not my words. It's just he said, she said. It is a he said, she said. It's hard to kind of believe if he was as mean as he was because everything else I have heard is that he. I did hear for sure he did not want the Warrens there. He did kick them out of the home. The Warrens were never fucking invited by the parents to that house they did not ask them to come the warrens making it seem like oh they called upon us just like all these other fucking people no they did not they did not there's also proof that the warrens apparently told the writers of fucking amityville to how to write the story to make it sound better doesn't surprise me it's just like when uh lorraine i guess apologized to andrea at the initial screening of the conjuring mm. saying that she was sorry they never meant to get that far that mm. her and Lorraine were just or her and Ed were just in above their head mm-hmm. 
uh, clearly because you're fakes. Mm -hmm. And if anything did happen in that house, it probably manifested off of the energy that was playing into it. Probably. But at this point, I still don't believe that house is haunted. I think it's a money thing. And I think that if you think it's haunted, your brain is going to play tricks on you because your brain can do that. Is it a beautiful home? Absolutely. Do I want to go fucking touch that house? Absolutely. Do I want to be there right now? Leave Bathsheba alone. Fuck the Warrens. I hate them. They're lying sacks of shit. Sorry to their daughter. Don't mean to badmouth your parents. And Andrea, you are a liar. You're playing the same fucking game that they are. You're looking for your money. And I want to hear from everyone else. Mm -hmm. And you don't. I, I do believe, maybe not the house, but I do believe the land. Exactly. Is haunted. Um, I do believe that it has manifested some movements within the home, but I don't think it's anything to the extreme that you would go out and call for an exorcism or a seance. If anything, a seance would be an awful idea. But I do think there's a lot of energy in that home that eventually needs to be addressed. Um, I think a lot of it has been addressed and I think that's why a lot of it has been put to bed and you don't see a lot of the activity maybe that you once would see. That um, maybe... Maybe not the parents, but some of the other families that have lived there and moved out. Because in between, right before the parents bought it, it was went through many hands mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. It did. and So, I don't doubt that maybe there is something there, but I don't think it's due to the house. It's obviously due to the land. And I could see that. I could, I could agree with that, like I said. It's sitting on something that's very sacred. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Arnold family had a lot of mishappens in their family, but none of them happened in that home. None no. of them happened on that land. And it wasn't bizarre enough to be like headlines, like a hanging in the barn, as Andrea claimed. There was no hanging in the barn. She's no. a liar. No. She's a liar. Come on, she said it was like some ninety-year-old woman, and I yeah, and, and I don't I'm... understand why you would say these things when you can look it up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Supposedly, other things that happened on that land was a bunch of rapes and murders and other types of things. Do I think the Arnolds were probably shady? Absolutely. They owned a big piece of land. It was just well, that one is true. There was a rape and murder of a young woman. Yes, there. she was eleven. Yes, I so did, I did read that. That was um, true. That the I did I didn't like that part, but, but yes, the Arnold, that is about as negative as you get there. Besides, outside of the war, yeah, but no, I I don't I don't even believe what the parents went through was real. Absolutely not. I believe they experienced something, but if it was that bad, why would they stay there for 10 years? I don't care how broke you are. They stayed there for 10 years, and the only thing that I have heard about the other children. They didn't want to leave. Yeah. Especially the one who made the friend with Oliver. She didn't want to leave. She wanted him to come with her. And couldn't. Because like I said, people are stuck and need help. Mm -hmm. 
They're not just there for fucking funsies to taunt and haunt and hurt people. It's it's like people like you forget like spirits. If you want to put it into scientific terminology, spirits react uh, with a magnetic wave. Mm-hmm. That's why we use EMF mm-hmm. field readers and whatnot to study the paranormal. Um, Their energy. I I think it totally has to do with somebody else's magnetic energy that they give off. Because if you put two magnets together and you put the same sides together, you get two norths, they don't attract. Mm-hmm. But you do it the other way and you do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why so many of us can walk through life and not experience these energies because we're opposites. We're not we're not on the same kinetic field. Mm-hmm. And then you may have some that are like, ooh, I think I have something. And it's kind of like that jolt what you get with a magnet, but then it pulls off because it's not a match. Yeah, it's those people who... It's the same thing. Who have the cabinet doors are opened. Or eat. It, it, it just depends on the magnetic field. And I think you can find spirits anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, do you have the right magnetic fields, the, the two polar axis? Do you have them in the right spots at the right time? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's a lot of spirits on that land where some people could have experienced... Because of how many magnetic people have walked through that home. I could I could see what you're saying. I can see So, it. I think it depends on the person. I think it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. But Andrea, no, 100% full of shit. Warren's full of shit. Yeah, I can't even find any statements made by the parents. The parents. I did find some made by Roger. It was more so... He didn't really want to talk about it. He doesn't believe in it. And basically at the end of the day, the Warrens are never welcome in his home again after what they put his wife through. That was basically the end of that statement. He never never agreed that to anything happening. He never disagreed. Right. Just basically that he stated his hatred and that the Warrens can go fuck off. To you, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Ed, for serving this country. But kindly fuck you're off. still a shit person. Yeah, I will only thank you for that because I have the oh, utmost oh, respect absolutely. for anybody who serves this country. Yeah, absolutely. But I will thank you for serving. And besides that, you can rot in pieces. Yeah, I absolutely agree on that. I have that one respect as well. Yeah, especially if you're taking advantage of a 15-year-old. Or even if she was 18, it's still a child. And I... I, I Nonetheless, you had an affair. Shut up. Nonetheless, you had an affair, regardless. And for a religious Catholic man, that is a badass sin. (laughs) So, yeah. Thanks for that fucking rabbit hole. Thank you, Toasties, for coming down this weird journey that we just made that we were not intending on having. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Now we got to find another one. (laughs) Yeah. We got to get one more spooky in, so... If you guys know one, quickly hit us up. Let us know. Because next Sunday is the last Sunday of the spooky season. Yes, so we, it is. So we got to get one in. And if we go into the beginning of November with the spooky season, I don't fucking care. Let's, I, I'll, I'll keep this Let, We can turn November to spooky. 
Well, I mean, if you want to go into the whole religion of spooky season in general, it goes into November anyways. Yes, it does. So there's that. Suck on that, people. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll change this to spooky shenanigans instead of toasted shenanigans. I'm just kidding. We're not changing your name. No, it's but. still gonna be toasted. But I mean, the shenanigans are always gonna the shenanigans are always gonna keep coming. I mean, you never yeah. know what our next tangent might even be. Let me tell you though, getting backtracked onto Kelly, I saw that first off. I felt dumb that I didn't know that. Why? I just did because I felt like I knew it. Because your bestie is an Osborne fanatic. Well, I did know that. I know you're an Osborne fanatic. No, I felt. But dumb. is that why you felt dumb? Because. I you felt like it was something it? I knew before, but I didn't know. I'm like, Wait. oh my gosh! So you and all the toasties, because I'm gonna support my man right here, Jack fucking Osborne. By the way, you're fucking hot. Just in case you ever listen to this, anyways. He's a married <laughs> man. I, he can still receive compliments. It's true. <laughs> Not like I'm like popping into his DMs, but that anyways. We know of. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, check it out. But you need to go, if you have HBO Max, go to HBO Max and watch his terror series. The Jack Haunts or whatever. Yeah, he has like a whole terror series. He does all kinds of shit, even with like, uh, I think, Sasquatch hunting, which was totally cool, but terrifying at the same time. Um, Oh, did you know that uh, supposedly Lorraine thought she had a... uh a conversation with Bigfoot through Okay, a- me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you know, you should be calling Sean Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, everybody deserves a nickname. <laughs> I don't want to know your guys' kinks. <laughs> but you guys should totally go watch it. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, Kelly, at first, I was like, no, she's faking all this. She's definitely faking this for attention. Mm-hmm. And after watching her for a while, because I've never been a big fan of Kelly Osborne. Love really? the Osborne. Because I have been. I haven't been. I know uh, you haven't, but I, I'll explain that off topic because I don't want to call anybody out on this podcast. But um, I was not a fan of hers. I thought she was completely faking it. And then I realized after. Because I like studying psychology, so you can you you understand how the mind reacts. Just like when I was looking at Andrea, and I was like, "No, that butch is fucking lying. She's yeah. looking this way and then that way." Yeah, I was like, "No." Um, I realized Kelly was authentic, and I am so 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 proud of her, not only for her sobriety and where she's gotten to today, oh, yes. but also for researching and figuring out, "Am I?" instead of just claiming it. Got to give her that credit. Yes. So kudos to you, Kelly Osborne, and kudos to you, Jack Osborne, because those shows are fantastic. And I do honestly believe they're 100% authentic. And sorry, Sharon, she still wants to fuck your man. (laughs) (laughs) In case all of them are listening. (laughs) He still loves you, Ozzy. I do love Ozzy Osborne. Um, I don't know what it is, but I've always had an attachment to him. Always. Um, but yes. And now my kids do. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh huh. I, I, I like Ozzy too. Don't get me wrong. I lo- I've been enjoying listening to them. But yeah, Kelly, let's hook up. If you are listening, I want to, I want to have a conversation. I want to talk. Mm-hmm. I want to talk. Cause I want to talk. 
Yeah, and if you guys haven't got a chance to, because I'm promoting the shit out of them right now, go check out their podcast. And ours. Right after this one, you better listen to us first, though. I was going to say, if you have not listened to all 30-some episodes that we now have out, you don't get to listen to nobody else. <laughs> yeah, no, you better catch up, binge the fuck out of this, and then go check out the Osbournes podcast, because it is definitely worth a listen. Absolutely. <sighs> All right. All right. Yeah. This is great. I'm glad to put this to bed. I feel so much better for Beth Sheba. You look relieved compared to when we first got on. Good. I'm glad. I feel no, it now. I, f- I feel it could be the mead. It's like 50% of the mead. 50% of the mead. No. 100%. No. I do feel better. Like I said, that rabbit hole and what I was going down, I, it was putting me in a, in a bad, a bad spot mm-hmm. as well as my outside life. But I'm good now. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> I got work tomorrow. And Ew. other fun stuff. And it's supposed to rain tomorrow. So. Hey, guys. Toasties. If you listen to our podcast more and tell your neighbor, Missy won't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Same with the Johnsy. She won't have to either. <laughs> um. <laughs> And like I said, if you're if you're listening to this already after Saturday, oh uh, yeah, I, I I hope I if I saw you at the uh, mead thing, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have said I'd shout you out, so hi. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, guys, make sure you like, follow, share all the thingamabobs, hit the bell, tell your neighbor, tell all your neighbors, and let them know about us. Because you're great and you're here listening. So you got to let everybody else know that you listen to us because you're great. And we love you. We do. But until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye.